can't get enough eye-popping, jaw-dropping, heart-stopping reality TV? Yeah! Then head to Hey You, home of reality on demand. Stream and download the latest episodes from shows like Keeping Up with the Kardashians and The Real Housewives, same day as the US. It's like a dream come true. Or binge old faves like The Simple Life and The Hills. That's hard. Hey You, reality on demand. Get the app to start your 30-day free trial and let the binge sesh begin. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning and welcome to Boytown episode 33, the podcast. Um, things are a little bit different this week as it's just me, Dave Elliott, Papa Bear, here by myself. My wee uh, accomplice, my friend, my muse, my little rent boy, Shane, has taken himself off on his summer holidays to the south of France. Um, I said to him before he booked his holidays, I said, do not be abandoning ship if, if you're going to miss a podcast. Do not do it. Don't go away. He basically just went, fuck you, I'm going. So... You know, that kind of shows you guys what, how he feels about you as listeners and as a podcast generally. Um, specifically, he said, Paul, he, he doesn't give a shit anymore. He, you know, he's, he's away. He doesn't care. You've treated him like shit. He's away. He's gone. Will he be back? Probably. But long story short, if you go down to the woods today, you're just going to see me by myself. So it's going to be slightly different. Um, we're going to aim for the R, try and have a bit of crack for the R in a room by myself which is so weird it's like the start of Shutter Island or something I'm just sitting here by myself um, looking at Shane's chair like I miss you bro it's so weird it's like you know at the end of Big Brother when they like look around the whole house and like you can hear people's voices and like things that happen throughout the series but then they're just not there anymore it's kind of like they're gone, like you know, and if you if you visit your grandparents or something after they've died, and like you just look at the wee rocking chair of like your granda, and and he's dead, um, except Shane isn't dead, unless he does literally die on his holidays, which would be terrible, and then this would be, uh, a sort of a memorial to to him. So I, I can't actually go go too too over the top on him and be too harsh because I I feel really shit actually if he did die, so. Yeah, so here we are, episode 33, we're keeping this ship rolling, and um, I'm riding solo, obviously, normally in the podcast, what we would be doing now would be start a tweet back, um, that would be so weird if I were to just just send a strange tweet out myself, um, I could I would definitely do it for a bit of crack, um, but the consequences would solely be, be, be on me, so... I'll avoid that. Maybe if, if any of the listeners for future reference want to, um, if there's any other solo podcasts coming up in, in the future, can suggest who would like us to tweet. We'll definitely probably do that at some point. Again, I feel naturally um, drawn towards tweeting someone like Boy George or Marilyn, just being like, what's up, B? See what they say. Hopefully, Boy would get, get that I mean Boy by that. Marilyn, Babe, obviously. It'd be easy. It'd be fun. So, yeah, we're we're doing this. Um, it's good. I feel like initially after the the first intro of weirdness that just happened there, that I feel like I, I can kind of settle in and talk about a few things. Obviously, we're we're losing our quacks because 
I'd just be like, oh, did you know that um, if a boy who has only just been born were to be put inside the body of a goat, he would um, mer- merge with that goat and become a goat boy? And I'm just saying, no question. Just cheers for that. They appreciate that fact. That is also true. I'm just saying, don't try it. Just believe me that if you do put a child in a goat, it'll, 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 they will essentially consume it anally, kind of like you would do with, um, like with, with the suppositories, is it? I can't, I can't even bounce off anybody. I'm just sort of winging this, so I'll, I'll be talking a lot of shit, I'm sure. But, um, yeah, I'm jealous too. I don't like that, uh, first of all, Shane's away on holidays. I don't like that. I don't like it that I'm stuck in the box room of my my house recording this by myself when I'm looking outside. Literally not a cloud in the sky. Um, it's akin to a sauna in here and like I sweat when I, I only breathe normally. So um, it's being locked in here kind of like a dog in a car. It is awful. I'm actually sweating. I do have a towel with me um, to dab my sweat should things get um, pretty severe. And I I legitimately do have a hammer in here. I was doing DIY. I don't just have a hammer. Should I, I need to break the window or anything? But 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 just know that they should be good here. We should we should manage to survive it and wing it. Um. So guys, just want to say too for everyone that's been listening to the podcast so far. Um. Major thanks. You guys have been been great. Um. And obviously we're trying to expand the podcast. Um. Beyond what it is at the minute. And by doing that, we need you guys to keep on subscribing on iTunes, keep on rating and reviewing. Things are were pretty good last time I checked. I think last week we had 47 um, reviews. And this week, hold on, drum roll. That's just me. Um, we have a grand total of 2,000 possibly. Um, maybe, maybe 500 or so. Let me see. 500 to 4,000 from 47 last week. We have dun, 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 50. So that's three new reviews, rates and reviews in a week. So that's basically three, seven days a week. Obviously it takes some days off. So that's basically half a review a day. You know, that's the kind of, the kind of numbers we're chomping at the minute. So, you know, um, we're just going to keep, keep doing our thing. The world's biggest podcast, you know. And we don't get 50 reviews by ourselves, albeit I do have quite a big family, so probably accounts for up to 23 of of the 50 reviews, which, you know, can't say you totally rely on your family, but I'm grateful. But yeah, guys, so keep doing that, please, and um, hopefully we can we can do more exciting things if we can get up those iTunes charts and get more people subscribing. Um, and by more exciting things... I mean, just podcasts. Um, essentially, will not be like shooting anybody with a cannon or anything exciting like that. Or going abroad, by the way, too. So hot that I just need to need to drink a bit more here. And also, it's weird for me hearing my my voice with the headphones on today to make sure, like I I'm about as good as at technology as my my granny is, and and she's dead. So that kind of shows you how good I am. And I always get shouted at about. How my sound goes and like I don't speak close enough to the mic. I don't speak too far away from the mic. And then it's like the three is it the three piggy bears? Three piggy bears. Three bears and that Goldilocks or whatever her name is. Like that, you know, it's like too warm. Too cold. Just right. You know? So I'm just trying to get the hang of this, but I think 
you know, this should be okay for now. But, so what I'm going to do instead of just off the normal segments, I'm going to look at a, a few wee stories and things and chat about what's been just going on in my world over the last week. Um, obviously, Wimbledon has been and gone. Uh, don't watch Wimbledon. So, I just have it on the background because, you know, summer's coming and Wimbledon's there. Roger Federer has won like his 58th or something major title. 19th according to facts, but you know, what are they to, to rely on? So 19 wins for Federer and yeah, Andy Murray's back being Scottish again because people don't give a fuck if he loses, you know, but if he wins, he's Mr. He's the King of Britain. He's Mr. Britain. Um, so... Fair play to, to Federer, but I mean to say, like we're we're living in a time where he is the the world's best at what he does, you know, and something something uh, something what the fuck? What am I? I'm just sitting. Fucking who gives a shit about tennis? You know what? Like nobody. I don't. You know, I'm just trying to. What's the news then? Tennis. We'll talk about that. What else? The news. The twelfth of bollocks. I'm bored of it. You know, I'm bored of tennis. I'm bored of the twelfth. You know all that stuff about uh the bonfires. You know lads, just don't. Don't be putting them like right beside houses, because if you burn your house down, you're gonna have no house. Once again, uh, <laughs> a uh, nursery rhyme reference: the three bears and then the Goldilocks. Now, yeah, don't be uh, the Goldilocks, Goldilocks, Goldihorn, three wolves, the pigs. Ah fuck, I know I'm thirty. Shouldn't even be talking about that. Um, but but yeah, I don't care. I don't care about Wimbledon, and I'm just glad the bonfire season's over. We can look forward to a nice summer. What I do care about, however, though, Love Island. Yeah. And I shouldn't. It's something that I should hate. And on paper, it's something I just would not like in the very beginning. When Catherine, my girlfriend, was uh, starting to get into it, she was like, oh, you got to watch Love Island. I'm like, nah. I'll kill myself. But out of pleasing her, I, I decided... I would watch it and I'm into it now. You know, Love Island is the quicksand of television. You know, you you don't wanna get into it. But once you're in you're you're not getting out until the end. So we're coming up to the last week of it now and I am totally stuck. I mean it's people that you would look at at first and go, Oh these guys, like they are they suck, these guys. Like look at them, they're assholes. They're just oh they're just not the sort of people you'd be mates with. On the other side, all of them, so creme fresh, so calm, every single guy. I'm more interested in the dudes than I am the girls, to be fair. Like, the guys, they all look great, you know, stunning, like, stylists. Um, hats off, maybe, except for Cam, who definitely needs a haircut. But um, it, it's great. It's compulsive view, and I cannot miss it. Like, it's getting to the point where I'm turning down gigs. I'm turning down nights out with my friends. I'm no longer in touch with my family because I gotta watch Love Island. I gotta get my fix. And I'll tell you something, I am struggling to predict who's gonna win. You know, if you see, like I, I don't get how it works. I've been told that it's not like Big Brother. You there's a voting element but you have to vote for a couple as opposed to an individual. Which makes it very difficult because couple wise it's hard to like. You got Chris who is a great guy, so funny, great looking guy, great banter. Him and Ken, my two favorites, um, just great to watch all the time. But their girlfriends, <laughs> the most deplorable people. I just hate them. They're just non nice people. Olivia is just, 
you kind of wanted her to just you know fall into the pool and drown a bit so Chris can be free not not you want her to die or nothing because that's sly but you just want him to be free to just you know be himself and just ideally end up with Ken that's what I want you know that's what I'd like to see those two lads um getting together doesn't have to be sexual just you know life partners friends you know whatever they want to to do with each other um and as I think about that Love Island gay would be quite the show um it would be it'd be it would definitely be friskier I would say and so a load of gay dudes in a villa drinking suntanning and probably sodomizing the rings off each other they'd definitely get more action in the pool if it was gay Love Island because they would need to cool their wee booties down it would be red raw sunburnt and butt burns in there if it was was gay love island and i would definitely definitely watch it you know not in a gay way obviously but yeah i would yeah, it would be it would definitely but i'd enjoy it and you know maybe producers listen out there you want to you want to get another hit gay love island I'm telling you but um i know you're just thinking you've gone into a bit of detail here about love island um probably too much and uh, to be fair but who do you think will win, Jamie and Camilla? Because I think the sum of the parts or the whole are greater than the sum of the parts, if that makes sense. Like, I think on their own, Montana would win, or Marcel, maybe, but he's boring me now. So, I think Camilla's kind of popular. Jamie, great guy. So creme fresh, would definitely get it. And, yeah, I think those two are going to win. Uh, Love Island again everyone's thinking Marcel and Gabby you know what I don't think she likes them I think she just wants to win it and poor Mars is, is into her and I, I don't want to see I don't want to see him get heartbroken I just I can't I can't even fathom it I don't want to see it happening but ideally I hope she's genuine and see if you're not Missy you've made answer to you know so treat Marcy right or you're gonna get it from me, whatever sort of punishment that entails. But yeah, I'm gonna have it. So, um, what else have we been doing this week? A lot of hard work, actually. Um, I've been I have a show coming up on the twenty fifth of July, Tuesday. Th- this Tuesday, so you listen to this on Thursday. This is coming out on Thursday. Pardon me, it'll be the following Tuesday. So. I'm playing my first R of stand-up. Um, she was called 30 Years of Dave. And it's basically, uh, I found a letter that I wrote myself when I was in primary school. It was part of some like silly wee primary school uh, task or whatever they call it. And you had to predict where you'd be in your future. So I, I wrote this letter when I was nine and I found out recently. And I'm just checking, basically comparing as the where I am now in life and what my nine-year-old self predicted and it's a lot funnier than I first would have thought and and it kind of explains to me why I am the kind of person I am now whenever you you see what the mind of my nine-year-old self was it's kind of scary um actually thinking about it but yeah that's on the black on the black box just opposite the dirty onion hill street in Belfast and it's five pounds a ticket which you know I don't mean to you know, I'm just saying I'm doing you as a solid here for a fiver. 
you know what else you could get for a fiver? Um, you'd probably buy like two ice lollies, which to be fair in this weather, I prefer two ice lollies than the ticket to see myself, but hopefully next week it's it's colder and hopefully it's wetter. And you're like, if all else you're walking past, and you're like, oh, Philip, I need some shelter here. I need to get away from the elements and I'd like a little bit of a giggle on occasion. So we'll go into this show and see the Papa Bear, El Perro Grande, the big dog, do stand up. So get your tickets online. Jokes aside, they are selling well. So please, if you are wanting to come, get down, book yourselves a ticket. Maybe take a date, you know, make, make you know, make her jealous of, I was going to say, if, if, what I mean to say is that if, you brought, you know, don't be afraid that, I know you think I'm very sexy, but don't be, don't be afraid that your dates will fancy me, because they probably won't, that's, that's what I'm saying, but it'll be a good date, so, you know, if you're wanting to, to do a date, come and see me, or alternatively, if you want to bring a whole squad out for the bands, buy those tickets, because there's not too many left, so, if you're getting this on Thursday, it could be sold out, but try it and see anyway, so, that's on the 25th. Which is, is a lot closer than I thought, but it's great. I can't wait. And before that, actually, um, today, Thursday, when you were listening to it, I'm off to Paris for a gig. Um, it's just the level that, that Boytown has got to now that Shane and myself are being get are being requested to go to Paris, to go to the Moulin Rouge, to go to the most calm place in the world and do stand-up. Um, they said, would, uh, we were like, you, you want us to do the podcast, don't you? In the Moulin Rouge. And they said in typical French fashion, no. Which, for those of you who don't speak fluent French, as I do, is no. So if you're in Fra- France and you basically say to somebody here, look, can, can, and they go, no, that means no. No means no. Like, you don't say no means no here in France. It's, that's even when I say France. In France, you know, but... Uh, of all, I believe uh, that my French is very good, you know, but uh, of all, I have quality and strength. Sounds like Arsene Wenger, but that that's French. So we're going out there, we're doing a gig, and we're going to document it, make like a wee vlog, a wee video. And Shane keeps selling to me, he's like, ah, we'll come out here, we'll do the gig, it'll be fun, we'll make videos. And, and it sounds like he's slowly trying to, trying to charm me a bit, you know, like trying to make me go out with him. I know he's got a girlfriend, you know, I know that, I know I've got a girlfriend, I know that too, but Elton John was married to a woman, and I mean look at that turned out, so again I think he's trying it, I, I'm not going for it now, you know, we are friends as friends are in the most part, but you know, I don't know what sort of wicked tricks he's up to, but um, I'm definitely going to just try and keep that um, down and enjoy the gig, have some wine, experience some some French customs, do some comedy. Um, I hope it's in English because I don't know how funny telling a French audience that my name's David and I live by the seaside it is going to be. Um, but hopefully they like it. I can also say I've got a dog and I know where the library is. So, I mean, if, if all else fails, I can bring out those big guns and no doubt uh, they'll enjoy it. Um, and to be fair, I, I look a lot like like what a big country Frenchman would look like, really. Like if you were to draw somebody and like, I look like, a, not Asterix, I look like Obelix. Like Shane and I are a bit like Asterix and Obelix. He, he's more wee bollocks than Obelix, but I, I definitely look like, that look about me. 
and they love them and unfortunately so hopefully they, they welcome us but it's exciting it's strange to uh to be gigging anywhere outside northern ireland ireland really um i have massive massive jealousy at the minute as well about people going to the fringe i um I was a little bit picky this year. I didn't want to go for the full run because I have a full-time job too. And I'm going to take off my leave for a whole month. That basically means I ain't got no leave for the whole remainder of the year. And unfortunately, nowadays, you know, I'm not the playboy hustler I once was with all the free time in the world. I have to dedicate my time to, to other people, my friends, my family, especially my girlfriend. She'll want to do something with me, I'm sure. Well... I like to think that anyway, so maybe we can go on a holiday instead of me just going to Edinburgh, trying to be funny for a month. You know, it's 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 a slog in itself, but I kind of feel this year I would have liked to have gone for maybe 10 days, but the friends were like, you're not Ricky Gervais, mate. I'm like, I know, but I'm, we don't know who you are. And I know, but I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty well known back in Belfast. I'm from Belfast, mate. I've never heard of you. I, ah. Uh, and then I was like, well, I can come and do my show anyway. And they're like, nah, mate, you stupid. I don't want you in the bastard fringe, you're right? I was like, why are you speaking like that? And he goes, I fucking speak, mate, right? So yeah, I'm not doing a fringe. and have a, have a good hour of stand-up uh, prepared and a show ready to go. But they don't want me. So, you know, deal with it. And, and uh, deal with it and move on. Um, whatever, I don't care. Yeah, because um, I am now a TV star over here. So, I mean, fuck your friends. Who's the real winner? A TV star, you say? Yes, a TV star, people. I am um, in season two of BBC's Late Licence. Um, which is kind of, which is cool. And I must say, the first episode of it came out there last Saturday. And although I was involved in, <coughs> in the writing of it and... In acting in, in bits of it too. I hadn't actually seen the finished product until it was on the TV. Like everybody else. Which I mean, it's kind of, it's it's sly because all I'm saying is like. Tom Cruise probably got to see Top Gun before it went to the cinemas. You know, he probably knew what he was getting before the premiere. You know, Tom's not sitting in the premiere pooping his wee panties. Worrying. He's like, is it going to be good? Did I perform high? I hoped it was and like it's sort of a a known thing amongst sort of comedians and, and, and com comedy actors and stuff up here that I'm known as the Daniel Day-Lewis of comedy acting you know um, modern day Gene Wilder uh, essentially um, you know I'm, I'm, I'm just that's not me that says this it's, it's, it's people um, lots of I, I can't give you the exact names of who said it but they do just take it on board that's what they're referring to me to I'm taking as a serious actor, so I was was very nervous about how it would come out, but overall I was very pleased. And I thought the first two episodes, they're fifteen minute episodes, um and they're on back to back on Saturday night, so get your get your sky boxes, your virgin boxes and any other recording devices you have, legal or illegal, and record it. Late license on eleven o'clock on Saturday nights. It's got myself, Rory Woods in it, Sean Hegarty. Ryan Cullen, Diona Hegarty, Ruth Curran, Teresa Livingston. You know, it's it's got all you want. You know what I mean? It's it's a great it's a great show and uh, I hope you like it. You know, again you'll be the ones to decide that. Whether you like it or not, it's like anything. It's Marmite, isn't it? What you think's funny. 
I'm not my not things funny. You know what I mean. And but I but I'm happy with it. You know I think, um, it was a bit different than the first season, which had like the Colin getting a chain, uh, Kieran Bartlett. You know it was it was a a decent, first series. Um, but series two is is different. So give it a, give it a shot. And hopefully you guys enjoy it. And let me know the feedback to it. Anyway, if you don't like it, you know, tell me. But don't be a dick about it. You know, don't be like, oh, this is shit. Because I'll just go, it isn't. And if you think it's good, cheers. Because I like to be, I like to be praised. I'm a bit like a, uh, like a big fat furry puppy. At uh, like Crofts or something. You know those ones with like the purple tongues. Like a chichi or something. A chichi or a peach peach. Or choy choy, that's what they're called. Like fat choy choy, the purple tongue. I like to be petted and I like to be made to feel good. So if you like it, let me know. And if you don't, you know, eat a dick, as they say in the old world of gangster rap. <laughs> so, so do that. But yeah, it, it's there anyway. So there's another four weeks of it, double episodes coming up. So if you like it, you know, get it on, record it, watch it anyway. At least, at least it's there, you know. So you can do that, and um, hopefully there'll be a few other wee projects coming up in the in the near future as well so it's it's exciting times to be in, in comedy over here at the minute so you know support it and especially as well local comedy you're getting spoiled at the minute uh, the comedy lab is on in in the black box it's being run by by graham watson who is a is a great guy great com comedian friend of the show not the show but the friend of myself and and shane and he's he's putting on a great show he's had some absolutely brilliant acts on already and um, he's had the likes of Mickey Bartlett, Alan Irwin. Um, he's had. Is he a chain? Yeah, Shane I mean on the Boytown podcast. He's had Beck Hills being on. She's great. Chris Kent's good. He's got uh, Paul Curry, who, if you've not seen him, is probably the most insane stand-up cabaret-style show you'll see. But hilarious, absolutely brilliant so just check out, out that on the website the comedy set or the comedy uh i'm so much comedy comedy crunch comedy seller uh comedy lab it is the comedy lab the black box check that out and again you get to see a lot of shows it will probably be you know 20 quid 30 quid in a couple of a couple of months time so definitely get down there and check check them out but yeah it's going good and i feel a bit more comfortable here now I'm chatting, even though I don't have my wee mate, which is which is sad. So I'm just going to chat to you now about some some stories that have caught my eye this week. Um, went on Twitter there to just have a, a glance at some of the questions. Because one tackled, um, and I happened to see that one of the moments, the the trending moments, um, on Twitter is is this headline, which I just when I when I saw it, I thought. You normally see wee things on, on Twitter, you go, ah, ignore that, little shit. This is um, the greatest, the, probably the greatest headline I've ever seen. It's, um, R. Kelly is allegedly holding aspiring female artists in a cult, BuzzFeed reports. Um, you know, in a cult, something, to, if they'd have said R. Kelly is holding aspiring female artists in a closet, I'd believe that all day because he's got about... 97 verses of Trapped in a Closet. By now, he's literally so far in Narnia, there's no way he's coming back. He's just throwing piss at, at, at Asgard or whatever the friggy that's called the Lion. He's in C.S. Lewis Square firing piss at bonfire builders. That's what R. Kelly is doing. He's so far in that closet. 
Um, but the story is this. Um, three former members of R. Kelly's inner circle. They sound like strippers, to be fair with their names. Cheryl Mack, Kitty Jones. And, and this one sounds like a made-up name. I don't think BuzzFeed have got somebody here. And Ashanti McGee. So Cheryl Mack, Kitty Jones and Ashanti McGee. It's like, we've got Cheryl Mack, we've got Kitty Jones. We need to we need, we need to make up a, a third person. I can't think of anyone. Think of a stripper name. Ashanti Yes, good, good. And surname, McGee. Mm, sorry? Ashanti McGee. Yeah, all right, okay, Ashanti McGee, that's fine. We'll use it. So, Kitty Jones, Cheryl Mack and Ashanti McGee provided details supporting the parents' worst fears. They said six women live in properties rented by R. Kelly in Chicago and the Atlanta suburbs, and he controls every aspect of their lives, dictating what they eat, how they dress, when they, when they bathe, when they sleep. And how they engage in sexual encounters that he records. Obviously, R. Kelly, he's big into voyeurism. He enjoys it. You know, it's what gets the man off, clearly. But, um, Mac, Jones and McGee claim that the women who live with Kelly, who he calls <laughs> his babies. <laughs> this is like something, oh, this is great. That he calls his babies are required to call him daddy and must ask his permission to leave the Chicago recording studio or their assigned rooms in the guest house that Kelly rents near his own rented mansion in suburban Atlanta. A black SUV with a burly driver behind the wheel is almost always parked outside both locations. Kelly confiscates the woman's cell phones so they can't contact their friends and family. He gives them new phones. So they're only allowed to use them to contact him or others with his permission. Ke and I like it when they just call him Kelly, like he's a normal dude. Kelly films his sexual activities, McGee and June said. And then he shows the videos to the men in a circle. So essentially what R. Kelly is, is just a big porn, like big brother porn director. Um, I'm certainly urinates on them as well, because that's really what he's in. Um, and it, this is the problem with... The Boytown podcast and with the banter that we all have as friends of the show, as Boytown citizens, as townsfolk of Boytown, is that we, like we think shit like this is amusing and like normal people. This is this this is how someone react to that story rather than going, "R. Kelly, what a scamp!" Someone's gone, extremely disturbed by the news report on R. Kelly and his alleged cult, which you would be because it, it's strange, like. If it was somebody like DMX, you go, ah, fuck, DMX has lost the plot here. He's, he's, he's back on the crack again. Whereas, it's R. Kelly, you're like, it's the way he is, you know what I mean? It's just, it's how, it's, I mean, how he banter's about. If you, you present yourself in such a way, you know, just that's your thing. You sort of go, that's, that's, the way, that's just the way Kelly is. You know, it's like Michael Jackson. He's a fully grown dude with a melted wax candle face that lived in a Neverland ranch with children and monkeys. You know what I mean? You're like, MJ, what's he like? And people are like, he's for sure a paedophile. Ah, paedophile is yeah, whatever you say. One man's paedophile is another man's megastar, am I right? Not if you're Gary Glitter. At least have the back catalogue of music to, you know, stand over the fact. Like, if your music's so good that you can get away with anything, you know? Just saying. MJ's got that. Not so much Gary Glitter. But R. Kelly, <clears throat> he's, he's kind of there. But he's he's a bit less pervy, I think, than Michael Jackson, isn't he, really? Because... Pedophilia is the worst, but at least R. Kelly is mostly just a pervert fully. Um, in this interview, which has been condensed significantly, um, they speak 
explicitly about the many disturbing changes uh, or many sorry disturbing charges against Kelly it was like just the many disturbing changes that he went from being really normal playing basketball of cartoons to being this cult leading sex freak piss thrower um, the saddest fact that I've learned is that nobody matters less to our society than mm, starting to get a bit heavy I don't read that I just prefer the idea that R. Kelly's just doing it for fun, you know? I don't like it. The, the deeper I'm getting into the story, the more it's like, yeah, if this is true, um, this is the worst thing ever. This is so fucked up. Um, but what, what I like is somebody has tweeted. Uh, it's like people are talking all about the story. Said, the most disturbing part in R. Kelly is that um, the parents are unaware of what's going on. And, this is, and then someone's just gone, whoa, this is fucked up. Very bad for R. Kelly. Yeah, it's not good good PR. You know, you're not going to be you know, be selling too many new records, Cal, if they know you are a woman kidnapping cult leader. Um, you know, definitely throw out a few more versus a trapped in the closet to try and win the fan base back, Kels. I would, I would definitely say do that, please, instead. Um, but that that was a that was a it got dark. I thought it was good banter. So um, yeah, kind of kind of kind of got myself in an awkward situation there, didn't I? Um, on other news, another story that was buzzing on on Twitter there was Aaron Carter, the younger brother of Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys, was arrested on um driving under the influence of marijuana charges. And if you have seen the photo of uh, Aaron Carter. You'd go, yeah, it's very believable. He looks like he's a 57-year-old crack addict trucker here in this photo. It looks like if Justin Bieber and Iggy Pop merged into one, like if you put Justin Bieber inside Iggy Pop's bottom, like you did with babies and goats, you could make like a hybrid. This is this is the hybrid of Iggy Pop and Justin Bieber, and it's frightening. And it's, it's sly, because Aaron Carter used to be a really a really cute guy actually and, and to see this is sad but I mean you know boys will be boys and he's just a rich guy basically saying that you know I got too much too young and now I'm having fun and dealing with consequences so it's it's yeah give me a good news story guys please it's all it's all sad it's making me upset um I, I did look out a few other news stories actually that were probably going to be a bit more a bit more light-hearted as opposed to just R. Kelly kidnapping people and Aaron Carter just wrecking his, his life, essentially. Um, let me see what we've got. Yeah, of course, female Doctor Who. That's big news this week. People are are losing their shit. Um, that there's a female Doctor Who. Um, so, you know, I think that the fact that there's a female Doctor Who doesn't take away from the fact that if you feel so strongly about Doctor Who to complain about who's the Doctor, you're weird. Like, Doctor Who's a strange thing, you know? It's something that I've always thought that you have to be a certain kind of person to enjoy Doctor Who, like a weird a weird person, like R. Kelly. He probably likes Doctor Who. MJ would go as a soul, but it's just something that I think people just want nowadays to complain about anything, you know, oh, use its bloody political correctness gone mad. Nah, they just want to cast a woman, I bet you she's great. 
You know what I mean? And I guarantee that those behind Doctor Who, you know, they probably should have had a woman play the Doctor by now anyway, because there are plenty of female Doctors out there who are are good. I saw somebody writing social media earlier, and, and this is just sums up like how angry this person was. He was like, it's a bloody time lord, not a time lady. Are we going to have to start calling her a time lady now? Sure. But the fact that she can like warp into any figure in the world, travel through time and, you know, fight robotic evil spirits, I think. The the fact that she's a female is the least of the things you should be worried about here. The fact that you're a 50 year old dude watching Doctor Who would be more of a concern than the fact that it's actually a woman. And I think, you know, gender gender issues are, are getting a bit mad at the minute, I think, you know. Um certainly in comedy it's always something that's brought up a lot about um women gigging and where are women funny? Yeah, women are absolutely funny. The fact is that there's just less women comedians on like gigging regularly than there is guys like there's a load of guys gigging compared to women so you are going to get that that there are more guys doing stand-up shows and and doing more gigs but there are good there are a lot of good good female stand-ups kicking about like you know very much uh the talent the talented actresses we've had and that i've worked with in late license Ru- ruth curran i think ruth's obviously 10 out of 10 she's hilarious she's gonna look to do a bit of stand-up You've Theresa Livingstone, she's great. You've uh, Sarah Davison, you've load of great female comedians kicking about at the minute, you know what I mean? And it's just a case that there's just far more guys. So, I mean, if it's funny, it's funny, you put them on, there we go. Like, we got some shit last year when we played in the Ulster Hall because it was six dudes. Like, why aren't there females? Because these guys are my friends, you know? We're just six dudes that are mates that hang out and do stand up together and wanted to put on a big show. That's it, there's no gender issues about it, you know? And I think sometimes people lose fact that you know sometimes it's, it's not the gender thing hasn't even come into people's minds about it. it's just you know just this is the way it is and we're just friends and that's the way we want to do it but you know it's something that, that irks me a bit that people wouldn't want a woman to be doctor who is one thing and people complain about guys do, doing stand-up it's you know what i mean just guys are seem to just be more of them doing it than anything else it's not about the quality it's just there's more of them doing it but you know, I saw another article about seeing Malik from, from who's a, a former One D fan or fame, and he, pardon me, he got into a bit of, bit of spotlight this week because Vogue had done a story that, um, they described seeing Malik and his girlfriend as gender fluid, um, which has obviously got everyone very upset. They've apologised for missing the mark by saying seeing Malik, and his girlfriend Gigi Hadid were embracing gender fluidity. Long story short, they were wearing clothes, like jackets, that could be worn by a dude or a girl. So, they're basically trying to say, look, you know, dress how you want, be androgynous. You know, they don't care. They, they, they're gender fluid. They can dress however they like. They're like, Zane's kind of pretty too, as well as being a handsome guy. And, and that's what we're trying to say. But obviously, people who are, um, who are totally against, like, um, using terms like about clothing to describe gender stereotypes it's a touchy subject um, but uh, they're basically saying that how dare Vogue talk about marginalising this community um, unlike how this new Vogue cover should present itself 
the, the lived experience of being gender non-conforming is rarely fun and glamorous. You know, I, I don't think they meant any harm by it, so, you know, chill out. But it's, you know, we just, I think we like to be offended by things nowadays. I did a gig once and um, offended a comic who was transgender. And I don't think I especially said anything wrong. You know, I, I wasn't doing anything homophobic or or offensive at all, I think. Um, I was doing a joke about Grinder, I think. And she just got up and started screaming, homophobic. And I was like, what? You're being homophobic. And I was like, shit, this is definitely the worst heckle I've ever got. Um, she started shouting that my friends died because of this. I'm like, shit, hopefully not because of my stand-up, because that would be be awkward and stormed out and caused a scene and again that was hard to get that audience back especially with my next bit it was a wee bit probably could be perceived as offensive but we eventually got them back but then you know afterwards the, I, I heard I didn't actually speak to the person because um, I didn't want to you know she wanted to speak to me afterwards about why I offended her and stuff but I um, wouldn't wouldn't bother with it because I don't you know she she is a comedian herself and um should have if she had issue just spoken to me afterwards about it not cause the scene you know first and foremost secondly she fucked my setup you know so you know it's just I'm just out there trying to trying to be funny trying to have a laugh and this bitch is fucking call me homophobic I'm one of the most openly embracing people you know I have no hate for anybody unless you are a dick you know I, I just that's legitimately the, the truth of it you know that I don't look at anybody's skin colour or sexuality and go I don't like them because of that you know do your thing you know be yourself if that's what you want to be be it do it as long as you're happy in yourself and you're not upsetting other people you should be free to live your life how you please you know but if you step up and be a dick about it, you know, then I'll hate you. You know, strong people are like, you don't mean you hate them, do you, do you hate them? Yeah, if you fuck up my set, I hate you. You know, and I will hold a grudge and I will not let it drop because that, that's what, what I think. So, you know, people um, do not you know, fuck with me or I'll hate you, you know. And again, a few of the listeners have upset Shane. He won't hate you like I would, but, you know, if you, if you upset me, Michael Jardine, I'll hate you, you know. But luckily, you're you're sweet again after, after you brought your GF to the uh, to live podcast, which was so weird. Um, because not that you brought your girlfriend or, or had a girlfriend for that matter, but the fact that whenever we were bantering with you, you just didn't say it. This is my girlfriend. That was so weird. We're sitting on the stage doing the podcast. There's friend of the show, regular listener, regular attendee of the live podcast, Michael Jardine, sitting front row with this girl, and we're like, "Oh, you're on a date, yeah?" And he's like. Don't, I, I didn't hear what noise he made but he didn't really say much then looked at her and she was going like that, that's like not her farting that's her trying to like you know hold in a hold in a like this is so awkward for me and what they could have just done is go like we were saying stuff to him like why is she not going to drink me you're not going to be a second date Shane was like you're not what base you at bro you know it was it was awkward shit when he could have just gone lads Fuck off! This is my girlfriend. You can fuck yourselves. You know that would have been we'd have gone okay. I got that. So um, you know next time if you use her at you know at the podcast with your girlfriend or if she dumps you, you get a new girlfriend. 
just just be straight with us, mate. You know, you don't have to. We're friends, you know. You don't have to, to be something you're not when when you're around friends, you know. So, that was great. Um, speaking of live podcasts, we're we're planning on doing episode forty, live, and fifty at the minute too. Um, bit of a problem with fifty at the minute. It's it's kind of coming in and around the same kind of time as Shane's Ulster Hall gigs, which are also tickets live now. So you can get tickets um, at the Ulster Hall website, Shane Todd, Lonely Child show, um, which I think over the years I've seen every bit of material Shane's done and every show he's done. And I am more excited about this show than I've been about any of his shows. I think it's going to be a really good show, real worth, uh, worth going to see him. You know, this new show will be his best yet. And I hope uh, that... He's all by tickets, but he is a piece of shit as well, you know, for not being here. And literally speak the devil and he'll, he, he's ringing me here. Hold on a second. Hi, mate. What are you doing right now? Right, right, right now. Um, if, if the answer <laughs> is you're doing a fast, then you're dead. Right now, I am 44 minutes into recording the podcast. Yeah, you said you were just gonna release a best of, and I was away. Um. Oh, now you're going solo. Yeah. What? People need people need new content and something. It, it's I've missed uh, you. I, I've missed you though. Yeah. How does it feel to be forty four minutes into this? Yeah, this podcast of all time. Um. What are you gonna call this episode? Show podcast. Uh, I'm. I'm. You better not have anybody else in there doing it with you. In fact, I'd I'd prefer you were just doing it by yourself. Actually. I'm actually I'm doing it live in in the the black box by himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah with yeah, everyone. Have you ever cut hair in your life? You're not a great hairdresser if you're wee piots around to go by. The snipper shanky on holidays with you? Yeah. Yeah, great. <laughs> not Stafford just being so cool for school. Um, <laughs> that's great. Man, this podcast being so weird. No, I must, I must say it has. What have you been doing? Yeah, no, I've just been chatting. You know, it's weird because there's the things that people like the most are the quacks and the tweet back. And I'm just haven't done it either of them. I've, Did you do your own tweet back? No, no. I was I thought about it, but then that how weird is that? You're like, what I'm gonna do? Yeah, it'd be so weird. <laughs> it'd be creepy to you. Uh, how, how are you? I'm good. Thanks. I'm good. What? what Ask me what I'm wearing like tonight. What my outfit is? What you do know is that you're being recorded. This so before you say anything to. Oh, this I is don't going into the mic. The jobs are legal. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're they're legal. Nice. Right, here's the iron. A lovely little. What? A lovely light pinky shirt. Nice. Dust, dusty or dusty? It's a dusty pink shirt with little shorts. What shorts? You can come through there. Um, a little brown belt, and I'm gonna wear some nice old navy, navy. As in, you're dressing for the navy, or you're wearing navy? Um, not not nothing particularly. Um, we're 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 doing all right. Um, I, I tell you what, it was weird to start with. Uh, to talk a bit about the license, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was good. I was happy with it. Um, I know you're dying to see it. I know you can't wait to see it. I know what you're like, and you're probably sitting there. 
No, well, I'm. Could I? I'll have my try and get it on my computer and let you watch it when I come to see you in Paris. We've talked about that. Where are we playing in Paris? If people are listening, we're in. Oh fuck! I don't know. You have to Google it. I just said we're doing a show in the Moulin Rouge, and it wasn't stand up. Well, that's not either. So, <laughs> if they want to come see us it's and not and, it's not legal. and fuck euros at us, you know, by all means, we'll gobble them yeah. up like hungry monkeys. But uh, it'll be great. But uh, yeah, so I've, I've filled time all right, and I think it's it'll, it'll be something. It'll, it'll let people listening to the podcast realize um, okay, how how important how important it is that we we stay here. Being shouted at? No, she's sent us to make sure say what she were here. Okay, that's, that's really nice. She's really nice. I, I like that your girlfriend has to tell you. What? I, I like that Stacey has to tell you to be nice. That's what's funny. It's like you're such a sassy wee punk. You're like, and remember to be nice to people. It's all right. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. But um, you, you've really scummed uh, me here yeah, because yeah, I was supposed to be doing this by myself. Well, you have fun, and I'll see you on Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, okay. isn't it? That's great. See you then. Sweet, see you yeah. the Moulin Rouge B. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't want to say anything to the, the listeners, like a wee good morning. But, but where do you, where do you, where do you, in the centre? Uh, we'll work something out, mate, but we're, we are on the okay. podcast, so, so say something nice see to the listeners. The crossroads, 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 you at the crossroads, crossroads. Okay, you're breaking up, mate, bye. He's going to be so cross I'd hung up on him there when he was singing. But that's the revenge I've wanted from the time we were singing at the Kremlin and we were singing Back for Good by Take That and he didn't let me do any of the bits and he, he sang shit that night, you know. Ruined our old reputation in the Kremlin and I have to rely on my status as a bear now rather than my status as a sexy singing bear. But yeah, um, hopefully that came across alright and you could hear what the means fuck was saying because I couldn't and don't care so yeah let's see where we're at for time here and I've talked shit for 50 minutes yes we're, we're doing alright here um do I have anything else Where's, what was he even talking about before he rang me female Doctor Who yeah that's it if you like Doctor Who guys you should, you should be confident because They've caused us, they've, they've caused a furore amongst Doctor Who fans putting a female Doctor Who in. But you know what that guarantees? That they're going to have to make great episodes for you. I don't think that they ever have great episodes of Doctor Who because it's Doctor Who. But I mean, if you're into that, it'll be great. And she is great at acting. So, you know, support. Oh shit, it's phone ringing again. It's that wee bitch. It's not, not, not Shane, it's, it's my sister. Um, I refer to her as that wee bitch too, but um, shh, don't worry about it. And hold on, let me see. I'm not sure it's going to me here. Hold on. Hello, can I phone you back? I'm fully in the middle of recording my podcast. Let, literally, no, I'm on, the, I'm on the, I'm literally recording the podcast and I can't edit it. Can I phone you in like ten minutes? Right back. She was like, no, I need to tell you something now. I'm like, seeing you recording a podcast, bitch, you don't fucking get up in my grill. 
people don't realise how real the streets are. I'm just saying. So, maybe I'll phone her back. Maybe I won't. Well, definitely do. Put my phone in airplane mode. There we go. Fuck all the haters. Yeah, so, I'm going to wrap it up and talk about um, readers' questions. L- listen, readers' questions? What the fuck? Listeners' questions? I'm a stupid prick. This is why I need him. As my wee sous chef. Um, so, what else am I here to talk about? I was going to talk about Linfield and Celtic, but it's boring. All I wanted to say about that is... Whoever threw the Buckfast bottle, idiot. You should never throw a Buckfast, just down it. Stop being an idiot. And why do you have a, a half bottle of Buckfast? Gint. Um, let me see, what else? The merchandise, yeah, we're going to get some merchandise together. Um, hopefully there'll be an update on that soon. Um, we'll have uh, Boytown t-shirts, probably a Good Morning t-shirt. And from what people have been saying, a Snipper Shanky t-shirt will go down well as well. So we'll get, we'll get that and we'll definitely get some mugs and probably some stickers as well. Um, so that should be fun. I'll definitely wear them because I'm egomaniac. And let me see. Oh, I was going to talk about um, Comer Creme Fresh. Since we didn't have normal segments, I just wanted to explain my theory to you. The AL theory, it's called. This is how you define who is cum or who's creme fresh with the AL theory. So what AL stands for, I hear you ask? Two things. First thing is Adam Lambert who is the personification of what um, cum is, and then AL's Adam Levine, who's the personification of creme fraiche. So what I'm saying to you is, if you're ever going, is he cum or is he creme fraiche? Think of the AL theory. If they're more Adam Lambert, they're cum. And if they're more Adam Levine, creme fraiche. There we go. So, um, let me see. Listeners' questions now. To finish us off, let me see. Um, and if you're sending listeners questions, always make sure you you have the handle the Boytown podcast Twitter handle because that's where we see all of the questions. That's where we read from. And I know Shane hasn't read a load of questions in the last few weeks, and people have got upset. Don't take it personally. Just banter. You know what I'm saying? So let me see. Um, shit, there's loads of them. Um, right, okay. Of course, we're going to start with Michael Jardine, friend of the show. Uh, with the Crown Fresh Papa Bear on his own, who would you have take Man Boy Cheeky's place if he got captured by a sex gang abroad? Uh, ooh, hashtag Bumtown. I like that hashtag. Um, who would I replace him with? Um, he's hard to replace, actually. You need, you need to have somebody that w- would match his sassiness and, and would probably... Boy George would be the ideal easy answer but there's also the have you ever heard of the the human candle it's a dude who's like paid for loads of plastic surgery to look like the candle he would be it'd be something to see he'd probably not be as much crack as him but i mean you'd be it'd be weird to look at so yeah go for the human candle um let me see james hall at jim errs 890 don't know what that number is about um but let's hear good morning is there a Boytown playlist? If so, what would be on it? You know what? There is a Boytown playlist and I'll read you some of the songs that are on it now. Let me see. We've got Erasure, A Little Respect, um, Scissor Sisters, Only the Horses, We've got a bit of Pet Shop Boys on there too, Jason Derulo, Right Said Fred, Prince, of course, Wham. Oh, yikes. Who else do we have? Cher, she's great too. Marilyn, of course, and, Bo- and George Michael. Is essentially what that is, and insatiable by Darren Hayes. Mm, mm, ooh, 
that that's the way the song starts, not just me being really like R. Kelly. <clears throat> and let me see back to this. I'm I'm so slow. This is why it's good to have two people because by the time I'm looking at questions, it's like dead air. Stu, Bapper and I. Get the Skype set up and take a few calls. Nah, too late for that, mate. We're in too far. We're just, we're just, we're just trying to get through this, guys. You know what I mean? We're just, we're getting through this, and we're moving on the next week, and we're, we're having the quacks and the tweets and the wee dick boy back, and we'll be happy. Um, friend of show, Paul, the the man who Shane forgot. You know the the man who has fallen foul. The, the Lucifer of Shane's God here, really. Um, good morning, Dave. You've done a cracking job so far. I'm sure of it. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate that. Any chance of making these solo recordings more regular? Hashtag boy time. You never know. Maybe. Um, maybe not as boy time, but I might just uh, do my own podcast from now on going forward because Shane doesn't give a shit about the fans and he, he just abandoned you. So, you know, maybe. Maybe I will. But if, if, if he apologises and says sorry, you know, maybe I'll let him back in. We'll just, we'll just carry on doing it as... A double act. Let me see. Neve McGlinchey. Two guys at my work say good morning to each other at around 10pm. What do you do that you're working at, 10, at around 10pm to say good morning? Weird. So sorry. Two guys at my work say good morning to each other around 10pm. Are they secret podcast listeners? i probably say depending on what you do as a job. I'd probably say they're not, they're not secret Boytown listeners at all. They are just openly out of the closet listeners. The fact that they're walking around at 10 in the night going, good morning, would signal to me that, that they love our, love our shit. You see, Chris McCullough. Um, interested in your thoughts on a podcast collaboration with the Fellowship Podcast Lads, Boytown Meets Boner Studios. Nah, fuck those guys. Only joking. Um, yeah, no, I'm sure we'd, we'd, we're open to... We're open into podcast orgies for sure. Um, I'm interested to know what Boner Studios entails, but I like the sound of it, and I've listened to the Fellowship podcast a few times and enjoy it. So yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't see any reason why we wouldn't want to do that. Friend of the show, Drew has sent us a tweet saying, "Any thoughts on future Boytown live nights? Look forward, looking forward to the next episode. Crown fresh, where's Shane? And um, being over that, he's in France in the Côte d'Azur and." Yeah, we're, we're going to definitely do live episodes. We love live episodes. They are, are definitely our favourites. We try to keep our, our best tweets and our best quacks for them too. And, and we do a bit of stand-up about it too. It's always a fun night. So, yeah, episode 40 will be live. Um, be in the black box again, I would say. And then once we work out when we can do episode 50, we will do it um, and do something pretty pretty big for it, hopefully. And do even even bigger audience um, for people, hopefully, to, to get along and, and, and see that with us. Let me see. Connor Dolan has sent us a tweet saying, "Who's the most cum, creme fraiche, and water players in the Ulster final?" Um, I imagine that's a GAA. I don't actually watch GAA, but I would say probably none of them would be cum, creme fraiche, and water players. To be honest, because uh, they're more often than not big farm boys, like big hard, intense farm boys that like to eat stew drink milk and wreck people on the football pitch so I don't think any of them would be they wouldn't be dainty enough to be calm I wouldn't say um, they're, they're like GAA players they care about the sport they don't care about looking good it's not like those pansy footballers and they're all they're, you know it's like proper the GAA players are they're, they're tough like so they don't give a shit how they look they're on to win 
there's kits aren't that stylish either. You know, no harm to them. They they could do with getting like a Versace designer to sort those those shits out because they're not sweet. But that no, they're all about the sport. So I don't think any of them would be would be creme fresh or come. Um, a lot of people looking to um get that collaboration with with the the um the fellowship boys going Michael Jardines tied us in something with them saying oh oh hold on he's asking them a question piece of sh Jardine do you just go around being a podcast slut and asking everyone can't think of anything meaningful or profound so who'd you rather buck from the boy time but why would you ask that like what like what we're we're not pieces of meat you know we're not sex objects for just other lads to go and buck you know we're, we're 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 deeper than that. Do you know what I mean? We're we're, fuck you, Jordan. But yeah, probably me because I'm you know, more of a special taste than than Shane. Let me see. Do we have a few one? Um, yeah. Um, see people phoning me. Jesus. Mark Costello. How does Papa feel about pineapple on pizza? I like it. I like Hawaiian pizzas, and um, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm not one of these people that that, that hate it. Um, Jack Selfridge rest of the world being ignorant to the separation of Ireland and Northern Ireland I want me to discuss that unfortunately it's too late for me to get properly into that but um, you know I, I, I don't really I'm not going to be able to cover that unfortunately pal so maybe another on another day Kieran Fleming favourite mut- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle probably Donatello was always my favourite back in the day um, yeah and that's the end the end of the questions so um, it's been it's been a fun podcast. Um, strange being by myself. Um, I've actually probably run just over an hour now. So I was going to just call it a day if we even made it this far. I felt that it'd probably be boring for you to listen to me talk shit. I, I know certainly I am bored of myself. Um, but talking this length of time. But I've had some news that I have wanted to share with the listeners for for a while now and I've just not found the right time to to do it essentially and I think now is the right time for that so um, some news that I have is that not only am I called Papa Bear in the podcast but I'm going to be coming a Papa in real life so yeah my girlfriend Catherine's pregnant and we are expecting a little baby bear in and around Christmas time so um, I I'm absolutely over the moon about it. Can't wait. Um, hopefully it'll be another wee mascot for the for the show. Hopefully above all else, you know, want to be as long as it's don't care a boy or a girl. Androgynous even don't mind as long as if we've got a healthy wee, wee healthy wee bambino and of course they have to be either crime fresh or come no matter what. So, um, yeah, it's been a bit different. It's been strange to to bring this news to people and hopefully now I can speak about it have banter about it Shane's been dying for me to tell people so um, yeah that's it a uh, big big announcement to finish things off with and, and yeah I'm absolutely delighted and hopefully um, I can have some more fun stories to tell you in the next couple of weeks regarding that and what's what's going to happen and hopefully I can I can now tell you some of these tales about stuff that's going to happen to me when I'm being a dad which is ridiculous in the real world to think about but it's great we're delighted and um that is going to make me 
not drink at Christmas, which is terrible. But I mean, if if ever there was a reason not to drink at Christmas, it's it's that. So, um, yeah, guys, there's there's the big the big clangor. So, um, yeah, I was gonna say hope you're happy with that, but that's a weird thing to say. So yeah, I just wanted to let you know, and that's 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 gonna be me. So um, yeah, we will speak to you again. We're gonna record a podcast when we're in France, so that'll be a wee bit honky honky ha. But until then, guys. And this has been something, and you've been great. Cheers. Can't get enough eye-popping, jaw-dropping, heart-stopping reality TV? Yeah! Then head to Hey You, home of reality on demand. Stream and download the latest episodes from shows like Keeping Up With The Kardashians and The Real Housewives, same day as the US. It's like a dream come true. Or binge old faves like The Simple Life and The Hills. That's hot. Hey you, reality on demand. Get the app to start your 30-day free trial and let the binge sesh begin.